This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio News Brief for Thursday, May 27th, 2010. Uh, on last night's episode of The Ultimate Fighter, we finally got um, uh, an explanation as to why Tito Ortiz pulled out of his fight with Chuck Liddell uh, at UFC 115 uh, following the completion of the show. Uh, and uh, the preview for next week's episode, uh, it looks like, is when Ortiz is going to be uh, quote-unquote fired from the show. Uh, Ortiz posted a video uh, up on the web after the uh, episode aired, kind of expanding upon um, what was revealed on the show. And uh, what ended up happening is his uh, previous neck problems, uh, he required surgery on his neck. And uh, he's, he's had that surgery done. Um, talking in the video the night before the surgery, he said, I can't fight hurt anymore, I can't fight injured and look for excuses. Uh, he got his uh, C5 and C6 fused in his neck and uh, said he's hoping it will be the beginning of the last of his back and neck pain. Uh, he, he clarified, he said he was having problems wrestling, hitting mitts, and getting punched in the head from the Ultimate Fighter. So that's why they pretty much fired him five days before the Ultimate Fighter was over. So there's not a whole lot of time in between him leaving and uh, Rich Franklin getting brought in here and uh, the the season ending. So Rich Franklin will be just a small part of the show as it uh, winds down this last few weeks. But um, for uh, for his part, Chuck Liddell um, doesn't think that Tito was ever planning on fighting him. Uh he said he, he, he came out and talked to MMA Weekly today and said he was completely against the fight with Tito um, and uh, said he never thought he planned on fighting him anyway um, and didn't th- think that uh, they would end up fighting at the end of it. He said the first week, uh, Tito started saying, uh, I'm not going to fight Chuck unless I'm 100%. And he said he uh, made, a, made a call to Dana and um, expressed concern that uh, Ortiz was already backpedaling out of, out of the fight. Dana reassured him, saying they, they've got a signed contract, don't worry about it. Then uh, a week later, you heard from uh, some of the guys on uh, Ortiz's team that Tito was going to need to have surgery and uh, all, all of that. So um, he, he, he pretty much uh, didn't think that Ortiz was going to fight him from the outset. And he says because of the way it went down... Um, Ortiz should have to fight him if he comes back. Uh, and he said Dana should make that the uh, the first fight back. He said, I put in my time on the show. I had to deal with him for that long. I had to put up with him, so now I should actually get the reward and get to actually punch him in the face. So from the sounds of it, Ortiz, I, I mean, especially in his video, he said, you know, four or five months ago I talked about it, uh, being hurt and all, all this stuff. So um, it sounds like it's something that, you know, was bothering before coming on to Tough and something that he knew about. And then um, whether he was actually planning on trying to fight through the pain or not, uh, it comes off as very disingenuous. It comes off as uh, him misrepresenting the the injury and um, how in shape or healthy he was to be able to take uh a fight with with Liddell at the end of the season, and um, basically it just sounds like he, you know, wanted to uh, get the exposure and get uh, you know his his pun- team punishment stuff 
uh, up on the Ultimate Fighter again um, and, and get the exposure from that without actually having the fight take place because it, it really doesn't sound like he was ever planning on fighting. Um, you know, he can say that I, I was going to work through it and blah, 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 but it really sounds like he knew what was going on coming into the show, and uh, it, it, it unfortunately played out the way it did. We'll get more of that next week and hopefully see uh, Rich Franklin uh, step in, but they may um, move that to the, the episode after. Uh, moving on from the uh, Ortiz-Liddell saga, UFC 114 on Saturday is officially sold out. Uh, the MGM Grand Garden Arena, it, all the tickets are gone. Uh, organization officials announced today. And um, so, I mean, this is, there's still some tickets available for fans in Las Vegas for the closed-circuit locations at the MGM Grand Conference Center and the Monte Carlo Casino. Uh, in Diablo's Cantina, the, they are hosting closed-circuit broadcasts, and there's tickets from $25 to $50, depending on the venue, available at UFC.com. Uh, this is a big event. Uh, Dana White came out, and he, he, he said he's predicting about 850,000 pay-per-view buys for this event, which would be the first uh, UFC pay-per-view to surpass 800,000 since UFC 101 last summer. Um, I, I definitely see this card doing that. I, I, I think... It can hit at least 800,000, if not um, push close to a million. I mean, this is the, the anticipation and the hype and the uh, uh, and, and everything coming into this fight has kind of reached a, a fever pitch, and, and fans everywhere want to see this fight. You know, it's, it's only a one-fight card, but it's a hell of a one-fight, and uh, I'm just hoping that the fight itself lives up to the hype. I'm hoping uh, that we see... Uh, the rampage that fought Vanderlei Silva the third time, the rampage that uh, fought Chuck Liddell. Um, you know, I, we're not going to see a return of the the body slamming pride rampage, but I, I want to see a return of the uh, smarter and uh, more powerful uh, puncher that that knocks people out instead of the fighter that fights a bit tentative at spots and you know. Um, this isn't a tentative fight for him. This is a fight that he cares about, whether he, you know, um, thinks he should be fighting Rashad or not. He wants to shut Rashad up, plain and simple. Um, there are too many people writing him off in this fight and, and saying because he got himself out of shape that, you know, he, he's not ready for this fight and whatever. Um, you know, he, he, he may have had to cut from 251 at the start of his camp, but he's, he's, he's gotten himself in shape. He is legitimately prepared for this fight. He wants to beat the hell out of Rashad. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are going to be proven wrong with their takes on this fight uh, on Saturday. I, I mean, I, I just don't think Rashad can sit and just control him for three rounds. I mean, it, Rashad had a very close split decision win over Tito Ortiz. Um, he had... Uh, a close fight with Michael Bisping as well. You know, he's had close fights with fighters that are not uh, necessarily what Rampage is and what he can represent. And Rampage has good wrestling in, in his own right. And, and people have been ignoring that fact in, in a lot of previews and everything. And I just, I think Rampage is coming into this fight uh, to knock Rashad Evans out. And I think he's going to do it. I, I honestly think he's going to do that. And, uh, you know, we'll have to wait until... Saturday to see it happen, 
but uh, I think it's going to. Uh, a couple of fights, a couple of welterweight fights have been added to the UFC 117 card. Um, one between Charlie Brenneman and Johnny Hendricks, the other Dustin Hazlett and Rick Story. Um, both of them would likely be on the night's preliminary card. If uh, they air any prelims on Spike, I would expect to see Hazlett and Story on uh, the Spike broadcast if they're not bumped up to the main card. But um, this 117 card is, is just absolutely stacked right now. You know, Anderson Silva against Chael Sonnen is not necessarily uh, the biggest marquee pay-per-view headliner. But considering the fact that you've also got Junior Dos Santos against Roy Nelson, Tiago Alves against John Fitch, uh, Matt Hughes against Ricardo Almeida, I mean, this card, top to bottom, might be the best card of the year. Uh, and it, it, they keep adding smart fights, fun fights. The Oakland crowd is going to have a hell uh, of a UFC debut um, at the Oracle Arena. This, this is going to be a really exciting fight card on August 7th. And coming a week after a free card, it, it definitely helps people, uh, considering it's, it's over a month from... Um, the UFC 116 pay-per-view, so people will not have to worry about, you know, two pay-per-views in a three- or four-week span. It's over a month, and they get free fights in the interim. Um, you know, th this this one could really do a lot better than I was thinking when they initially set it up with Anderson Silva and Chael Sonnen in the main event. Um, you know, add in some more of Chael's trash-talking, like uh, his comments on Twitter where he told Anderson he was going to be on his back more uh, than a porn star with a mortgage. Um, you know, we're, we're going to get more comments from Chael Sonnen headed into this fight. That's going to help sell that even further. But the card itself is going to bring in a lot of hardcore fans. And it's got tons of great action and meaningful action. Tiago Wales and John Fitch is a fight where the winner could uh, potentially have a chance to rematch uh, George St. Pierre. The loser will get taken out of title contention, but they're still the number 2A and 2B welterweights in the world right now. Um, I'd put Fitch ahead of Al's because he's, uh, you know, fought a couple more times since uh, uh, Al's has been out of action after the GSP fight. Uh, so I would have my top three is still uh, GSP, Fitch, and then Al's. But Al Al's is right there. You know, Tiago is right there. Um, and this is a great, great fight, uh, great story coming off of the brain surgery and uh, being cleared by doctors to fight and all of that. And then Ricardo Almeida and Matt Hughes is another good fight as well. So uh, a lot of really good action on this, uh, this UFC 117 card. Um, finally, uh, just one strike force tidbit. Uh, Tim Kennedy and Trevor Prangley uh, has been booked for the Strike Force Los Angeles card on June 16th. Well, uh, Bobby Lashley has pulled out of the, uh, his fight with Ron Sparks due to an injury. So uh, Tim Kennedy is getting a bump up from the Challenger Series cards, and he's getting a, a very tough test in Trevor Prangley, who's coming off that uh, unfortunate technical draw uh, due to an accidental eye poke uh, against Carl Musu. Uh, but this should be a very good fight, and uh, Kennedy's going to have a chance after being very impressive on the Challenger's cards to make a bigger splash on a more high-profile Showtime card. So um, that's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening in. We've got one more day removed. Uh, you know, we're, we're two days from um, the fights themselves, so one more full day to get through, and then we are uh, um, fight day for UFC 114. 
Rampage and Rashad's finally coming to fruition on Saturday night. Um, weigh-ins tomorrow could be uh, quite entertaining, so uh, definitely tune in for those. ESPN.com's MMA Live will have uh, live coverage of the weigh-ins, and you'll also be able to see them uh, at UFC.com slash live. So uh, that's something to look out for, for tomorrow. But that's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening in. This is Jamie Penick signing off.